There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season four of Van Helsing. Okay, so we're we're going to jump into this, but Steve's going to give us ratings news as always, but I'm going to say on the record, what the hell? Like, yeah. And I'm sure everybody understands that. So, all right, we'll get into that. But Steve, hit us with some ratings news. All right, episode three brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49. With 0.264 million viewers, making it the 116th rated cable show for the day. Unfortunately, we have still not seen a live plus seven since August. And <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. And they're doing some live plus threes, but they're September. So. Oh, wow. Few and far between then. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Let's jump in so we can get into my are you kidding me moments. Episode yes. 3, Loveless. A grieving and aimless Axel rescues an enigmatic Max, who returns the favor with a job offer. So we finally get Axel back a lot sooner than I thought. Yes, absolutely. Which I think we talked about that first episode. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. I was expecting him at the end of the season. Yes. I will tell you, even though I knew that the girl playing Jack was in Defiance, Yes. For some reason, it's like I didn't put it together who she played. Oh, but okay. Because <laughs> this episode, we had so much FaceTime with her. Right. It finally clicked. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. That only took, yeah, forever. But <laughs> three hours <laughs> later, you know, from us finally meeting her, I figured it out. But it's like she looks so different in that show. So it is very true. So let's open with Axel driving a really big truck how does he find these things exactly it's like okay that is a really good question and i would like to know the answer because he always seems to find them yeah and how is he finding gas for him that's the other thing yes because we're several years in at this point i don't know luck i guess or really good writing but anyway yeah so i guess drinking and driving is a no big thing right now yeah, there's probably not too many cops to pull you over, so. <laughs> because he's driving and listening to very loud music, is all I want to say. And, oh, hey, here comes this old Cadillac convertible with some, was it country music playing? And he passes them and waves, and it's like, what the hell? Even Axel's like, what? what is with this guy? And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, look, there's a vampire in the back who just sits up, and he attacks. Now, first of all, how long has he been hiding out in the back? And he waits until they pass another car? Right. <laughs> and I'm sorry. 
you can't tell me every single vampire everywhere is a daywalker. Because aren't they still in Denver, basically, working their way out? Yeah, they're still in Colorado, that's for sure. I mean, come on, these daywalkers couldn't have spread everywhere, right? But it seems to be. Yeah, it's been a while since they first appeared. So, yeah, I think it's possible that they could have spread through at least the population within that area pretty quickly. It just seems like absolutely every vampire we've seen now is a daywalker. Although we have not seen Scarhead in a while. And he was a daywalker, right? Isn't that where it started? I'm thinking it was starting with the sisters, and I just realized it was not. No. Okay, so if it started with him, yeah, it's been a while since we've seen him. Right. All right. Now that we've walked me through everything once again because yes we know this is how i get to the conclusions all right well vampire sits up car runs off the road and axel's like do i stop there you go do i stop there you go Uh, i guess i'll stop (laughs) you know what he didn't really want to he didn't have to he doesn't know the guy Nope. and things i think would have been a lot different yeah so he ends up killing the vampire because the guy who turns out to be Max. It's like, uh, I think I know how to kill a vampire after, of course, Axel shoots him. He's like, maybe no. Yeah. Because he got back up till Axel shot him in the face. Yeah. Hey, Axel, good job. So he offers Axel a bottle of whiskey and, uh, can I get a ride? Because, of course, Axel pulls up a gun and he's like, you don't want to do that. Just looks at the guy and says, duh. Yeah. Because apparently there's another vampire hanging out. Who knows where? Right. I think there was two of them in the back seat. <laughs> oh, see, I thought he was supposed to be coming out of, like, the weeds or something, quite literally. No, I don't think so. <sighs> well, fine. I guess we get to have a ride and two vampires down. Well, Max has a pretty badass house, but I'm thinking not very defendable. There's a whole lot of glass there. Yes, absolutely. And you think, okay, did he just find this place and decide to sit? there and or what right i don't know seemed odd and i just i was feeling like definitely not somebody that i think we can trust oh absolutely he was just way too happy-go-lucky to be somebody you could trust right like okay well again don't think this is a good guy we'll see what happens Especially when he suddenly starts pulling out a little vial and sniffing away. It's like, what? You're doing drugs. Right. In the middle of this crap. Apocalypse. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess you do you, but uh, this seems like a bad idea to me. And it turns out it's not just drugs. It's something weird and blue. And oh, yeah, it's supposed to help. Vampire repellent. Yeah, it's supposed to help (laughs) keep him away. It's like, oh, that's probably really not good. Yeah, seeing that you had two in the back seat of your car, doesn't yeah, seem to I'm be not working. saying it, it doesn't <laughs> seem to be working real well. <laughs> oh, you're definitely not using it right. Now, by the way, we failed to mention that Max is a sci-fi alum. Oh, absolutely. Yes, he is. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Richard Harmon. Thank you from Continuum. Yes, and, and the 100. Yes, yeah. I was like, oh my. Well, yeah. 100 was CW. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it took a minute because I was like, I know that face. Yeah, I love that we keep getting all of these 
Awesome, awesome sci-fi alums. Anyway. And he plays morally ambiguous to a T. Pretty much all the time. time, yeah. I feel like he might be getting typecast. Oh, and by the way, going way back to 2008, you know what else he had a an episode of? And what was that? Fringe. Oh, yes. Yes. So, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump back in. Sorry. Yeah. I don't feel like Max is going to work out for us, but we'll see what happens, how Axel feels. Because, of course, Axel doesn't know what to think about this dude. And good. Yeah, they are not going to be bosom buddies, that's for sure, because their personalities are complete opposites. Yeah. And especially in the morning when suddenly Max is out there, like, shooting things, Axel comes running thinking vampires. Right. But no, he's skeet shooting maybe vampire heads? Yep. See, I'm questioning that about, because what we see later. True. So that, that's, we that's just true. kind of assume it's vampire S- yes, heads. Yes, we assume it's vampire heads. Which kind of makes me worried. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's not good. That's not good. But <laughs> we'll keep going. So Max does offer Axel a job in transporting goods and all the booze you can drink. Skim off the top all you want. Yeah. It's like, oh, this doesn't seem like this is good. No. Okay. I'm really already starting to worry. So let's go on to Phil and Jolene. We haven't seen them for a minute. Yeah. Well, we see they've made it to Loveland, and they're trying to figure out how to get in. It's like, all right, they had the most piss poor hiding spot. Yeah, they sure did. I'm just like, how? How is this happening? And nobody sees this. I mean, I guess nobody thinks anybody's trying to break in. No, of course not. But, Who wants to break into a prison? Well, not exactly <laughs> prison, though. It's more like a mining area. Right. So, what? And shouldn't you be looking everywhere in case there's, oh, I don't know, vampires? Yes. Well, Phil doesn't have anything to worry about, but I guess uh, Jolene does. I mean, the people inside the prison. <laughs> they should be watching for this. Obviously, no. You care. would think so. But I guess that's a non-starter here we have phil though who recognizes his wife jennifer as she's moving around this weird blue powdered rock substance because i guess it depends on how concentrated it in it is yeah and apparently that's the anti-vamp vaccine which we found out back in denver isn't really working right Hmm. so what are we doing with it well we've seen max getting high off it yeah i have a feeling that's what he's using it for And selling it for. Ah, well, great. Later that night, they do manage to break in, and they attempt to save Jennifer. But she starts screaming, even though they're like, here, we're here to save you and get you out of here. Why would you start screaming? (laughs) Must not be a real good place to be, or she's just totally scared of... Everything? Everything. Because it was Jolene who came up to her. It wasn't Phil. Right. You just kind of go, wow, okay. Well, hey, look, at there's a guard that came run into the yelling, and he recognizes Flash as the guy who shot him and got him sent to Loveland, too. And suddenly he gets knocked out with the butt of a rifle. Flash can't catch a break. 
Right. Because and <laughs> I'm curious how the guard got from Denver to Loveland. I mean, did he get transferred because he got shot by Phil to begin with? Well, he does say that. He's like, I got transferred here because of you. You're right. <laughs> because they said I should have drew on you first. It's like, <laughs> dude. Well, I get it. He's mad, but but Flesh and Jolene are separated. Jolene's chained to a pole outside, and Flesh is chained to well, chains. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I should have just said chained up. I'm like, that didn't sound right. But and uh, he's inside with the guard, who's kind of pissed at him. Yeah. But Jennifer sent out to give Jolene some water. She's like, don't talk to me. I'm just doing my job. Jolene's like, the hell? We were trying to save you. And I, I know you're kind of pissed at him, but he came a long way for you. Yeah. And she wants nothing to do with anything that has to do with Phil. Nope. I think I tweeted out that um, I wonder how many times uh, she's going to kill Phil. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's, she's Just pissed. Just over and over and over. I mean, rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. Right. But. And if he turned her, how the hell did she get back to being human? I didn't think he bit Jennifer. I thought he just got the kids. Got the kids, yeah. Must have. But I saw a couple things that said, yeah, it, it, her and the kids. And I went, then how did she become a non-vampire? Hmm. Yeah, because I swear it was just the kids. Right. And she had gotten away. But I don't remember now. Dang it. Now we have to rewatch when we first find <laughs> out. But anyway. Uh, we also have the guard preparing Phil for the arrival of the warden with some questions. What are you doing here? Why? Why did you come here? And I'm really shocked you're not dead. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And the warden, of all people, is Max. And that was a bit of a shocker because he felt more like a smuggler to me when we met him, even though I didn't trust him. Now right. I trust him even less. Yeah, absolutely. Because he decides to pretty much torture Flesh. By breaking a couple ribs. And he's like, oh, I love this out. And the guard actually has the decency to look uncomfortable. Right. And he is even asked by Max. He's like, oh, oh, do you not have the stomach for it? And I think the guard's smart enough at this point to know, I am not messing with this dude. He's just batshit crazy. And yes. I could be next. Yeah. So, I'm the new guard here. No. <laughs> right? I'm falling into line real quick. Well, of course, Phil isn't saying anything, and he gets dragged out to the middle of the compound next to Jolene. And, of course, Max is just so wrong, trying to figure out how everybody knows each other. It's like, oh, I think it's a love triangle. And I love Jolene's like, yeah, not my type. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't get it, but. No. So instead, he's like, oh, I'm so tired of you two. Uh, just shoot her. And he, he shoots Phil, and it's like. Such bad timing. Yeah. Like, had he killed Phil and walked away and he wasn't anywhere near, I think at least Phil would have had a chance to try to break them all out. But instead, you have Jolene who's stalling for time because she doesn't want to get shot. Right. And she's like, Black Tech sent me. I were from Denver. We were supposed to spy on you and, and report back for a more lenient sentence. And Mac's like, what? Yeah, yeah, they think you're skimming. And again, what? It's like, oh, great. And then Phil wakes up and is like, what? <laughs> it's like, this is so bad. Although, I don't remember. Jolene knows, right? Because he had yeah. gotten shot. Yeah. Okay. I thought they got shot when they were handcuffed together. I just wasn't 100%. Yeah. 
But the guard had no idea. No. And he's just like, the hell is happening here? And of course, the warden's like, oh, yeah, take her, take her into the office. I need to ask her some more questions. After I hit the little girl's room, and I'm thinking, I don't think he means the bathroom. I think he's going to go do some weird shit. <laughs> Very possibly could. Do a few more hits of that blue powder and bow chicka wow wow. Right. And Jolene's like sitting there tied up and the guard's like, oh, you are so screwed. We haven't heard from Denver. There's rumor that it's felt, but nobody's telling him because he's batshit crazy. Yeah. And he's a kill the messenger type of person. Yes, he is. And she's like, ah, crap. All right, listen, we'll figure this out. He's like, I don't want nothing to do with you, lady. But what happens? She fakes it, and so does the guard. Yeah. Because the guard's like, I, I don't know. I can't get through to Denver. Maybe the radio's messed up. I guess that's a good excuse as any. And oh, uh, by the way, you, you have a delivery up front. It's like, whatever to get him out of there. Maybe he's one of those guys that loses track of what he was doing pretty quick. Yes, let's hope so. <laughs> Of course, you got to give Joy Lane a whole lot of credit because in this episode, she just was on her toes thinking and coming up with stuff that was impressive. Yeah. I was very impressed with how quickly Jolene is able to think on her feet in this episode. Very impressive. I was too. So, Max, off to the lines with you. Like, okay. And we're going to monitor Phil. Yeah, kind of experimenting. It's like, oh, crap, poor Phil. Yeah. And as the guard is walking Jolene there, she's like, push me down, do something, make a scene. And he's like, what? And so she starts yelling because she sees Axel. Yes. And he looks at her like, what the hell's going on? And Jolene looks over at Flush, and that's where Axel's eyes go. And it's like, okay, everybody knows everybody's here, but... Is this going to be helpful? Yeah. What is Axel actually going to do? Right. Is he going to try to figure out a way to try to break them out? Or is he just going to ignore them? Yeah, I can't see Axel ignoring them. I figure he'll come up with some slick ass way to break them out. I was assuming that's what was going to happen because he kept looking back at Flesh. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, he knows he's there, like, definitely knows, because he keeps looking back, and it's like, okay, all right, looking at him while I'm driving away. I thought it was going to be, like, a hand signal or something. I had no idea. Right. So, I don't know. I don't feel like this is the last that we're going to see of Axel, and it's not going to be several episodes before we see him. But at the same time, it's like, shouldn't we get back to some of the main storyline? Right, like, and... We know that Axel's really mourning the loss of Scarlet still. Right. And, you know, he makes a comment to Max about, no, he's still got some business to take care of. And you know that means Vanessa. Right. So maybe this will keep him busy for a while. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. All right. Now, the last little bit. We have Jack and Chad. So... Apparently, there's a building, and I didn't catch what the building was, that has a bunch of food on the top floor, almost bank-like vault levels. Right. Yeah, I think it was a, a restaurant above a bank. Oh, well, that would make sense then. 
might, yeah, especially if the bank was originally a two-story and they sold a second story to make a restaurant. Yeah, I could see that. Apparently, nobody's been able to get past the first level, so all the supplies should be there. Great, let's do a recon mission and maybe we can get in and out. But let's not dawdle because I've lost people just trying to get this intel. It's like, right. this doesn't sound good. No, especially when Tabby decides she's going to pitch a fit. It's like, all right, listen, Tabby, I get it. And he's like, you're going to be safe here because look what happened last time. You got turned. I at least have a little bit of a chance. So let me do this. And she's like, fine. As he gives her Mike's switchblade and he's like, you know, I wouldn't leave without this. I'm not leaving you here. Okay. And you knew that was just not going to happen, right? Oh, hell no. Because Chad leaves and Monica's like, hey, I'm going to go check on the gasoline or whatever. And off Tabby goes. The second all eyes are off of her. Exactly. And so as they're trying to pick a lock at the building, Chad and Jack are suddenly attacked by vampires because Monica shows up being loud. Have you right. seen Tabby? Okay, shut the hell up! <laughs> First of all, I get it, you're freaking out, but uh, which part of we barely got out alive did you not catch? Right. I rolled my eyes so hard. Like, for real. It's like, seriously? Why? Why would you come yelling? And how does she beat Tabby there? Well, she is an adult. Okay, but she wouldn't have known Tabby was gone probably for, what, ten minutes? Yeah, it's possible. It's like, okay, that makes no sense, but sure, why not? And this whole time everything's happening, I'm assuming Tabby's going to be attacked, and then they're going to see that everybody's changing because they bit her. Right. Or, no, 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 it wasn't, or was it the blood doesn't taste right and they freak out, whatever. But she can't get changed. No. And instead, we have, of course, a fight happened, which are pretty good fight. Pretty. Oh, absolutely. Good captations and some uh oh yeah the blowing off the head was yeah. excellent <laughs> some squishiness yeah but Jax is the one who gets bitten and of course she's freaking out you know i can't i can't be turned and chad's trying to say no no there's a way but instead she stabs herself it's like okay first of all what a way to go right like, holy crap what yeah but we've seen others in the earlier seasons basically do the same thing is no, I don't want to be changed. I Kill me now. And they've taken their own lives to keep from changing. Yeah, I'm just thinking, God, it's got to be painful. Yeah. Now, it's tough because we know what Vanessa can do, and Chad knows what Vanessa can do, but he doesn't really come right out and say it. Right. So quit dancing she around. should have. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, she's dead. And Chad and Monica are like, all right, we, we have to do what Jax would have wanted and they're decapitating throwing them into a dumpster and lighting them on fire now they did not decapitate her but they threw her into the dumpster right and all of a sudden they're like chad's like wait a second how how many did you put in there hold on we're missing one and as they go around to try to find the last vampire that must have gotten up they see a woman had changed back from being a vampire who's just asking for help. And suddenly we hear a voice from the dumpster and see a body roll out. And it's Jack. And she, yeah. 
Like, you see everything healing. Toasty Jack. Yeah, yeah. she's still on fire, too. It's like, what the hell? I'm sorry. You used lighter fluid. You didn't use gasoline. You <laughs> wouldn't have done that. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. But you see her healing. And what is happening? Because the only right. ones that we know who can do this were Van Helsing's. And suddenly the little girl. So how many other people are either related to the Van Helsing's or have been experimented on? Right. That's a really good question. Because when Jax wakes up, all of her wounds are healed. And she's like, ah, grabbing her chest. I feel this pull to Vanessa. I have to find her. What? What? Yeah, it's like Violet having the dream where Vanessa says, don't be afraid. Like, huh? I am so confused. Like, I I feel like this is, oh, okay. Like one of those memes. This is like season five and the writers are just throwing everything at you to see what sticks. Because that's right. kind of what's happening right now. We had very specific people that were doing things and, okay, this is going to happen. And now suddenly it's like, oh, no, there's more people who can turn people back or can come back from the dead. Okay, stop. <sighs> but fine. And before walking into the, I don't know, sunrise or sunset. I don't know. It's sunrise, yeah. It was a sunrise. Uh, fine, Vanessa. Jack tells Chad, let the others know I'm leaving. Off she goes. It's like, okay, that's great. Yeah. I was kind of pissed at the end because <laughs> really it's, it's like, all right, you got to quit telling us, okay, this is specifically about this bloodline and you know how they have all those fighting skills and what was done to them to change them and now suddenly it's like oh no no no, we did all this other stuff too right yeah i think i read a review that mentioned something about the possibility of uh, vanessa's mom uh having multiple children for the uh scientists to experiment on. <laughs> it's just like really no uh Okay. You would think that, yeah, she had two and she let them experiment on them. You'd think that would be the time to say, uh, maybe I shouldn't be having more children. Yeah, maybe it's not so much that. Maybe it is like uh, just several of the women who worked there were experimented on. Could be. I don't know. I'm trying to think of just anything other than, oh, no, she just kept letting them experiment on her kids. Yeah, it's very possible that. Jack just happened to end up getting captured by Block Tech at one point in her life and being experimented on, uh-huh. just like with Violet. Oh, uh, I guess. It's just... Uh, I know. It, <laughs> it sure makes no sense right now. Right. It really doesn't. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. So let us know what you think about this episode, about the season. And about everything at www.fangirlzone.com at the contacts page or shoot an email directly to us at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And while you're surfing the interwebs, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about the show. Although I'm starting to wonder about this season right now, but you know, hey, that's me. But we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And for this episode, of sci-fi talk i am sean fangirl s and i'm steve lucky for us no one breaks into a prison and until next time 